It's the Heart of a Fighter show. Guys, thank you for joining me. I'm Johan Francis. We're here. This is the Heart of a Fighter show where we talk everything having to do with keeping you active inside the gym. If that means turning up the AC just a little bit more so it's more like the spa, we're going to do it. Hey, it means if I can teach you how to do a plank for four minutes, we're going to get to it. In this era of rebuilding and reconstruction and re i guess energizing the masses right i want to talk to you guys about reinvention we're going to talk about how you can reinvigorate your fitness by staying creative okay as i tell you a story about one of my most creative trainees from back in the day I first want to start out right here and now in the present because we are here, right? You guys are with me and I appreciate you joining me again. Of course, I want you to run the change with me on Facebook. I want you to go to the YouTube and take part in the courses. I want you to go to Coach Johan, CSCS.com and take the new Supplement Your Frame course or any of the other courses that are there. They're all free. That's right. Okay, so plenty of opportunity for you to get involved. Part of all of the education and things you do to get ahead, of course, is because we want to stay current. It's important to stay ahead of the game, to stay proactive in your life rather than reactive. Reactivity, right, is us kind of responding to the past. We want to be in the present. We want to be in the present. And so one of the quickest easiest mantras to follow or idioms is to just be in the moment to stay proactive as much as you can you find when you're staying proactive that you're actually being more invested in the present moment at all times and so that's one of the things i'll constantly reinforce in folks when i'm training them right when i'm trying to motivate what i want you guys to stay um present and active is in that same vein right and so being proactive is important so how do we do it right we want to stay in um a mode where we're constantly inventing ourselves, right reinventing and inventing right in order for us to stay current right we're kind of like that talk show or those sitcoms in the 90s we want to stay current we want to be dialed in <laughs> to the streets we want to be dialed tapped in so that we can um access the zeitgeist right well kind of accessing the daily zeitgeist of our life of today is tough because what we got we got at least out here right it's like god was chain smoking a carton of cigarettes we had so many wildfires that the sky was fucking gray for many many weeks and the scary thing about that is as ominous as it just looked was this has now become a yearly thing where last year we had wildfires also um and it <laughs> covered the sky covered the sky like your friend who just can't stop hot boxing uh his car and you're inside or her right we now have this being a yearly occurrence so there's that to look forward to which is just mad carbon emissions from the earth and massive pollution and also we have the the quarantine so we have all of these amazingly unique 
human, you know, lifetime events happening all at once. Not to mention on the social justice front, we have black innocents being murdered at the hands of police, which should never happen, let alone twice in one summer. And can I just say for the um, least ignorant among us, hopefully I'm included, (laughs) and that is, I'm sure this has happened many times, just not in the middle of a pandemic when everyone's glued to the latest happenings on TV. In other words, this has happened all the time, not just this year, but the mobilization and the activism by people has been very impressive and something I can honestly say I never thought I would ever see never thought I would see this much activism in these streets especially in the staid right environment of San Jose California like California of course is known for its activism amongst other things right we lean heavy that way but you're talking about 40 miles up north not here and it's been heavy off in the activism in San Jose and to that end I and for the cause to see athletes doing it has been the height the penultimate the 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 height of proactivism and change and for that i am honestly on a daily weekly basis shocked um and proud so we have all of these convening factors and the only way to kind of defense it is to is to run with the times and in a very broad kind of a way when i think of people trying to stay like ahead of the times or with the zeitgeist or or just stay cool right to just kind of be down i always think of like parents right because parents i'm not a parent right um my girlfriend has a small boy and so i'm playing that role right or trying to I guess, settle into that role, I should say. And so it's like funny because as a parent, you always want to be like mm, seen as forward thinking. Not so much forward in a political sense, but you want to be in a mode where you're as spongy as your kids' minds are. Your kid has this disease right now. Your young ones that are under the age of like 11, they have this disease. It's an amazing thing. It's called whimsy and wonder. Everything they see is amazing all the time. And we're jaded, right? We're older. We're jaded. We've seen enough. And we're like just kind of cruising along, right? Till that next big event to the 40th birthday (laughs) rolls up on you, right? And we're kind of like, yeah, that's cool. But some of us, right? Want to be the cool parent. I've heard from you guys, trainees, who want to be the cool parent. And so... You're out here reinventing yourself, right? You're listening to Cardi B. You never thought you would be. You're listening to Meg, right? The stallion. You're listening. You're watching TikTok, which, God bless you. God bless you. Uh, You're watching, you know, all the anime you can to try and get hip, cat. To what's going down inside of your youngsters minds okay and that's because you want to be the arbiter of what is good and bad essentially you want to say hey keep watching trippy anime 
It's fun. It's healthy. It's colorful. It tells a story. Great. But maybe you're one of those folks that's like, do not drink dairy milk, for example. Right? You want to be that final arbiter in your child's life that says, hey, this is good. This is not so good. So we want to stay on top of it. We try to reinvent ourselves. And nobody in bodies or personifies this more than um, Tasha. Okay? Tasha was a real cool lady. Tasha came to see me in 2011-ish. Right? She came to see us here at the gym. And Tasha had three children. Now... Tasha was about 5'3", and about as curvy as a Coke bottle with tequila in it. She was eights, right? She was all about that shape, that figure, right? She kept it up. She did a lot of enhancing, if you know what I mean. And this mother of three had some good-looking children. They were, think, teenagers, except for one. He was, like, nine. And I believe her children were half Vietnamese, right? And she was, by all accounts, just, you know, I think white. So you have these great-looking children. You have a great-looking lady in Tasha. And she came into the gym looking to add some more improvements to her life. Now... On a daily, you could call her a housewife, right? She was doing the housewife thing. She was working out a lot. She actually tripled that work rate when we met. She was constantly focused on what she was eating. I think she was doing some um, work with her husband in their business. But by all accounts, right, her thing was look good, feel good, be an awesome mom. And she was a nice lady, right? I got referred to her by another lady who was kind of the polar opposite of her and had a heart of gold. And not that she didn't, but Tasha was five foot curvy, curly kinked hair, right? Wore the visor, the tight black pants, the whole nine and had these great triceps. I remember she was like, you know had these great looking like just arms and then was um in the gym working really 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 hard now she had two kids that were athletic she was trying to keep up with them right she wanted to be the mom that was able to be all in the gym and then on the weekends sport some heels or something you know what i mean she had her husband here who i think she maybe had spent a little too much time with because she wanted to get away from him probably to be in the gym every day uh because they had a business together right I imagine what kind of uh, man he was. I think he was described as uh, Vietnamese and, and real like muscular and formally did some kind of military thing. And I can only I never met the man, but he drove a nice big truck. So I'm wondering like, yo, this is her influence. Maybe they've been married since they were 18. Kinky haired uh, Tasha came to the gym wanting to get it in smaller waist drop that body fat percentage to a healthy range because honestly when i met her even though she was statuesque she wasn't really healthy 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 and so we had to do it and at every turn maybe every two 
three weeks when we would check in with her weight and this and that. And even in the middle of our training regimen, she took a little hiatus to manage the business a little more, right? Which is to say, um, manage it. She would come back reinvigorated, I noticed. I actually got to train two of her children, and they were great inside the gym. They were strong. They were lean. They were determined. They were very taciturn, but also very positive, right? She herself, not the loquacious, right, type. She didn't say a whole, whole lot when we trained. She said just enough. She was right to the point. Right, She definitely liked it when the young bucks in the gym glanced her the approving eye, right, nodding to her positive aesthetics for sure. There's no question in my mind, right? I even felt like, and this is not really that stretch to say that I'm some type of empath, but usually in the gym where you have multiple women and they're all kind of jockeying for the position of prima, maybe the position of baddest, right inside the gym walls they tend women you guys tend to eye each other a little bit just a little bit i'm not saying you're hating i'm saying there is some eyeing going on and i noticed that she would draw some eyeing and maybe a little ire to that end because she was a good looking very good looking woman tasha all five foot three of her learned to do the pull-ups right put uh we put the weight belt on her had her doing assisted pull-ups till she got to do it on her own inside the gym. We changed her eating every time she'd come in, right? The clothes got a little bit newer, a little bit more Lululemon, right? The shoes, the shoes got a little bit more clean, more, the hair was a little bit more stylized, right? Every few weeks, and I noticed that, yes, she liked to look good, she liked to feel good, right? She liked to depart from, I think, the prototypical mom look into something more modern and conventional. I had to ask why. I wondered why. And she would tell me little bits and stories about her children. And I put the two together. She's a woman who wants to keep up with her children. She had a young daughter who I think was just going off to college and by accounts was a very pretty young girl. Right? She had these two good-looking younger kids. One who needed a little bit of help in the gym. He's getting kind of heavy. But another one that was real popular, I guess. Right? And played a lot of football. She was trying to keep up with them. Trying to be a great mom at the same time. Reinventing herself every time she came in the gym. She took a hiatus. Right? So we were in the gym. I was having throwing all the hard stuff at her. And she wanted to learn more and more about how to do that hard stuff. I remember we would train at 1 o'clock on the days we would work out. In the middle of the day. Where for me as a coach, I'm cool. I could do it. Let's work. But most working folks don't really have that time to do it. So she was somewhere in the middle. She'd come in. Sometimes she would go to the gym before we even worked out. She was in the gym six times a week on that assisted pull-up bar, right? Bench pressing sometimes. We figured out what to give her for a weight load so that she could get her work done. Tasha, kinky-haired, 5'3", statuesque, looking like just a jar of eights in a, a Coke glass full of the number eight. She was... Getting stronger by the week, by the month. And when she took time off, she came back. I expected to see a more 
demotivated, detrained Tasha, right? With maybe a little bit more of that red lipstick on the pouty lips, right? To cover up the the uh, whatever <laughs> that was keeping her from working out. Just I expected to see someone struggling. I did not get that, and I was happier to see that. Ready to go. Down a couple pounds. And ultimately, we got her below below 20% body fat. Like at 19. But listen. <laughs> for a woman that was a mother at 44 or 42 or whatever she was at the time. Tasha getting below 20% is just a ridiculous feat. And yes, like I said, she was working out six days a week. Sometimes twice a day. Right? Like, she's a pro athlete. Like, she's going to go into the octagon, right, and do work. She got down to 19%. I knew people that were, like, 10 years younger that were women that were badasses who didn't get down to where she was at. And look, she went from fucking 28, right, borderline this, that, and the other with the doctors to sub-20. And it was amazing to watch that. It was amazing to watch her reinvent herself and to keep active and stay proactive. It is amazing for her to circumvent what mediocre expectation I had of her return. I'll be honest, right? Because so many people, right, come back and they're just just simply when they leave and they come back, they put on a lot of weight or else they wouldn't have left. But she just was one of the few who circumvented my my expectation and I'm glad she did right I was proud of her never forget to reinvent yourself times are hard when you have social injustice when you have a pandemic when you have a global localized hotbox but finding the means to get your ass out of the chair and go outside finding the Foods that are going to keep you happy and energized. Those now become the beats of your life. Reinvention. Some ways to reinvent include taking, writing it down. First of all, write down your goals. Write down your three weeks goals. I've always written down goals for a week, a month, and a year. That's a great way to not just reinvent um, your goals but to refocus, write them down, then go after the ones you can change today. Another way you can reinvent, reach out to people that you know. I love to reach out to people that I know are making moves because it helps me to make moves too, right? Also, I like to hear that they're doing great, but it also motivates me. And I like that also, I'm not going to lie, right? Reinvent. Don't lose the person you are, the one that got you right here, right now. But sometimes, right, when it's super gray or cloudy or whatever, polluted outside, right? Right? And the news is covering more destruction and despair. Find it within yourself to say, hey, okay? Struggle and survival, those are my middle name. But I don't need to go by that. I also want better. 
I want newer, I want fresher. Okay, and to that end, create the path to get there. Come out a better person. Butterfly that shit, right? Right? It doesn't mean lose the core of what got you here today. The survivor, right? The, the, the struggle survivor, the beautiful struggler. Nah. What it means is take that experience that you garnered and turn it into something positive. You'll hear me tout that all the time. So if you need more hints on how to f- break old habits and come into fresher ones, go to the website, coachyohancscs.com. Thank you, you guys. That'll be it for today. For joining me on the Heart of a Fighter show, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And Until next time, stay up.